Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. I'm Dr. Relly Nadler. Dr. Kathy Greenberg, my esteemed uh, co-host, you know, over all the years has uh, with us today. And, you know, between Kathy and I, we have helped thousands of leaders to perform in the top 10%. We're always interested in kind of nuggets, tips, tools that can help you, that can help your team move into the top 10%. And with all the uh, emotions that we have with the pandemic and the um, divisiveness in the political world, you know, everything that's going on for folks is more. And so I've been saying that to the clients that I have in executive coaching. Probably everything is more. I mean, it's more complex, more variables, more unknown, more uncertainty, and all the emotions are more. And we know from a new study about 42% of people have experienced a decline in mental health and increases in stress. 57% 57% have more anxiety. 54% are more emotionally exhausted. Um, 53% are sad. 50% are irritable. 28% are having trouble concentrating. And 20% is taking us longer to complete our tasks. And so this whole idea of kind of the work-life balance as a leader, that, you know, people are expecting more of you. You're not a trained counselor, but they are expecting more of you. And so and one big thing is to be more empathic. If you, as a leader, are more empathic with your folks, you're going to be better able to manage your folks, and they're going to feel better with you. And before I say anything, anything else, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, uh, welcome to the show. And Kathy and I have our uh, website, emotionalbrilliance.com, that you can go to and uh, get 11 reasons why you need emotional intelligence. So, Kathy, welcome. Thanks, Relly. I think today is going to be a very intriguing show, uh, talking to someone who uh, is very well-versed uh, in the subjects that we have great passion around, which is uh, engagement and getting folks to, uh, to really see uh, a way of being uh, that is better for them and those they lead. I'd also just like to remind our audience that in addition to all the wonderful uh, free ebooks and uh, assessments that we offer at the Emotional Brilliance Academy, you can also catch up to us in prior Leadership Development News programs. If you go to the Leadership Development News website, you'll see that after every show, uh, we post uh, something special for you, a little bonus that you can grab. You can also get uh, our iApps, uh, Rally's Leadership Keys and My Happiness Now. And you can also look into Rally's amazing posts on psychology today. And we actually are going to be including a select version of those many posts to all of our newsletters. And so Relly and I have combined our forces this year uh, going into the second half of 2022. We're going to be sending out basically one newsletter to all of our guests, to all of our fans, and to all of our listeners out there and our wonderful, wonderful uh, consumers of goodness. And uh, look for an email, a newsletter email from both myself or Relly and just get whatever you need to enable you to become a more emotionally brilliant you. That's our goal. It's all about you. So, Relly, you want to talk a little bit about uh, our guest today? Yes. So we're excited to have Tony Martinetti. And uh, Tony is a trusted advisor, coach, and experienced creator, author. He has a podcast also and a speaker. He brings together over 25 years of business and management experience, formal training, and it's extremely uh, curiosity, his curiosity to elevate leaders, equip them with the tools to navigate change, as we talked about at the start of the show, 
and unlock true potential. And he loves guiding uh, people to find clarity in their lives, be fully present, unstoppable. These are all the things that we we preach on this show. Before becoming the founder and chief inspiration officer of Inspired Purpose Coaching, he was a finance and strategy executive with experience working with some of the world's leading scientists companies. Along his journey, he also managed small businesses and ran a financial consulting company. And he's the host of the Virtual Campfire podcast and the author of a book called Climbing the Right Mountain, Navigating the Journey to an Inspired Life. So, Tony, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be here. So, Tony, we always love to start every one of our programs uh, with a little bit about um, you. You know, what is it that inspired you and who influenced you on your way to your amazing, inspiring life? Oh, well, it's a, it's a great question. What inspired me, um, especially what inspired me to come into the world that I'm doing right now, the work I'm doing, um, is this idea that, I think leadership can be done in a different way. Um, and uh, I had these moments along the way that and I've seen good leadership and I've seen some bad leadership. And um, all of those moments uh, along the way have really shaped me and created a moment where I said, I've, it's time for me to move out on my own and create um, a force of good um, to shape leaders in the world, and that's what got me into creating uh, Inspired Purpose Coaching. Um, but the particular leaders that I, that I can think of, like one that I've had firsthand um, uh, impact um, in the experience with is, is this leader named Henry Kinnear, who's passed away. His um, legacy is really strong, but Henry was the CEO of Genzyme Corporation, a company I worked for um, eight years with. Um, Henry was one of these leaders who really believed in people, and his belief got people to really rise to his expectations of who you are. And um, he's somebody who really shaped the way that people looked at rare diseases um, and how to treat them. Well, he's someone who's had an impact on many lives um, and definitely has shaped how I lead in the world. And when I think think of other leaders who have shaped me, there are, are three that I'll mention that um, they may not know how much they've shaped me, but Satya Nadella, uh, for sure, is someone, um, his learning style, the learning mindset that he brought to Microsoft is truly powerful. Uh, and Hu um, Hubert Jolie um, from Best Buy, um, his insights, really powerful. And lastly, uh, Yvonne Chenard from um, Patagonia, um, just his, his approach to, to connecting with people and taking care of his people, his people's centricity is so important. So, oh, that's Tony, beautiful. those are great. Those are, you Absolutely definitely named some, some uh, really good CEOs who we've, we've all learned from. So maybe say a little bit of like what's, what's your suite of services that you offer uh, people today, and then we'll get into some of your other aspects. So what is it that you actually do kind of, you know, on a day-to-day, week-to-week uh, focus? Yeah. Um, so first of all, one of the, the biggest things that I do is I spend a lot of time with um, with people on a one-to-one -one um, basis uh, as an advisor and coach um, to uh, leaders who, I, I call them accomplished leaders, who have gotten to this place where they want to lead with purpose, they want to feel more fulfilled, and they want to make a more meaningful impact. And that's the majority of my business um, that I'm spending a lot of time with these individual leaders, most of them coming from the, the, the tech space or innovative industries. Um, so that's where I find the most joy, um, spending time with those, those leaders. Um, I also do work in doing group programs, uh, whether it be inside of a company or bringing people together who are from different different companies and doing group programs with them. Um, and then lastly, 
Um, I do a fair amount of facilitation for leadership development programs within companies um, that have really been powerful. And I like to co-create that with the, um, the companies that hire me, finding ways to really meet their needs and make sure that it's not just something that is, you know, cookie cutter out of the box, uh, that really we co-create together. So, Tony, tell us a little bit about your book, uh, Climbing the Right Mountain. What is the right mountain, uh, especially for you, for me as an individual, as you speak to your audience? And how did that translate into your podcast? Uh, so give us a little yeah, history there and, and how you uh, put that together. It's a great question. Um, so first of all, there is no right mountain um, for, you know, there's no one size fits all, obviously. Um, the right mountain really is one that makes you feel fulfilled. It makes you feel as though you're, you're challenged enough that you're feeling connected to the path that you're on, um, that you don't, that you, you know, you don't feel like you're just taking this path just because it's what society has told you is the right path. Um, when you're in this, this path where you're saying, okay, well, I should want this, or I should, you know, find this, um, this position as something that I should strive for, um, then you know you're on the wrong path. But the right path is one where you find that you like who you're becoming, even if it is a struggle. Um, you, you have this connection to um, the growth that you're, you're experiencing along the way. Um, that's really when you find the right path. So, so Tony, in your book, do you, um, or in your work, um, to find that right path, how are, how are some of the things? You know, Kathy and I are both coaches, and we know we know the coaching world well. Is it through the coaching? Do you, and I, I imagine you also use different kind of assessments and things that can uh, help. Like, what are some of the things in the journey that you? Uh, utilize to help them in, in their growth. Yeah, well, I mean, it's definitely through through coaching, but just getting people to become more aware of what it is that they're that that lights them up. Really, that becomes part of like yeah. what are the things they want more of in their lives. So, um, I like to think of it as time traveling. <laughs> you know. You get them to see, well, what has been the journey that has gotten me here? What are the things that I've enjoyed? What are the things that have um, have been the driving force for the work that I've done? Um, and then what are, where do I want to go? What are the things that when I look into the future and I create that vision of what the you know three to four years looks like to me, what do I want to – who do I want to be? Um, how do I want to show up with the qualities that I want to embody? Um and then what can I do today that will create that? And um, one of the things about this, which is interesting, is that when you think about all those things, this, this past, you know, future and present, they, they all have um, power to really move, um, you know, change your narrative. You don't have to necessarily be stuck in a box and feel like because of the past, that therefore my future. Uh, you have the ability to change. You can change the path you're on. You can change the way you think about um, who you are. You have the power to change that. So, Tony, one of the things that uh, Relly and I always emphasize with our guests and obviously in our, our work uh, across uh, all of our loving mm -hmm. consumers uh, in all industries and right now, of course, uh, in uh, in healthcare and law enforcement, where we're still dealing with people who are recovering from from burnout across all ages, we have a lot of people who are now hearing in this coming fall um, that you know we're in a bear market. Uh, we're going to see increasing um, economic burdens and. People are trying to already think of ways to fulfill the path that they've created based on, as you just described beautifully, this climbing of a mountain. But what 
are the emotional intelligence requirements from your standpoint to get people to stay on that path, to meet those challenges, and to continue to make the climb? Yeah, they have to, you know, there's a certain components that I think are important. And that is that they, they have to connect with, like, how am I shaping the environment around me? How am I creating an environment that is going to help um, help me to survive and thrive? Um, and that's something that people mostly, mostly think they have no control over. Um, and, you know, Tony, they, I'm going to ask you to hold that thought right there. And I know I'm in the middle of the question with you, but we just got yeah. our wonderful signal from our engineer. It's time to take a quick break. Please hold that thought. Everyone in the audience, don't go away. Come right back. You're listening to Leadership Development News. We're going to talk more about the EI competencies to keep you moving up that mountain. Don't go away. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. How can you be brilliant in the moment, given the daily challenges you face at work and home? How can you enhance your strengths and limit your weaknesses? Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler's mission is to help people be the best version of themselves at work and at home with simple, trusted, evidence-based tips and tools. They have combined forces, applying the powerful science of emotional and social intelligence with the latest in e-learning and AI technology to bring you the Emotional Brilliance Academy. Through the leading Emotional Brilliance Academy programs, they help everyday leaders like you balance your emotions to better connect with people, enhance top performance, lead your teams and your organization. The Emotional Brilliance Academy gives you a common sense approach to enhance your effectiveness and happiness both on and off the job. Sign up for the program, enhance your skills, and be your best self. For a free trial, go to freetrial.emotionalbrilliance.com. That's freetrial.emotionalbrilliance.com. EBA is powered by Fearless Leaders Group, the H2C Leadership Foundation, and True North Leadership. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Today, expertise equals credibility. When you know what to do and how to do it, people follow because they acknowledge that you know more. However, stepping up in your career eventually pushes you out of your comfort zone of expertise. How you lead at those moments requires new skills. We're here to show you how to survive and thrive. Join me, Wanda Wallace, on Out of the Comfort Zone at Voice America Business Channel. You can find more information at leadershipforuminc.com. Say It Skillfully is my new radio show about being who you really are and saying what you think needs to be said. This is your host, Molly Chang. Call in and I'll help you find the right words to tackle any difficult conversation or ticklish situation you've been avoiding. Whether you're part of a small project team or leading a giant company, the more you accept that you're part of the problem, the faster you can be part of the solution. Learn how to be happier, healthier, and more productive at work and in life. Join me live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Uh, we're talking with uh, Tony Martinetti. If you're interested in some more information about him, he's got a, a website, www. 
inspiredpurposecoach.com, inspiredpurposecoach.com. And then his email is Tony at inspiredpurposecoach.com. And then, Tony, before we took the break, uh, we were just getting into, given you know all the stats I gave, everything is more now. What are some of the things that you've learned in your journey that you bring to clients around emotional intelligence? That's the sweet spot, sounds like, for all three of us. So what are some of the aspects that you that you bring to them that can help them climb the mountain? Yeah, I, mean, I think what's really important about emotional intelligence and something that I've learned and I think is really important as we kind of venture off into the future um, is that words and actions are just one part of communicating with one another. And we need to be mindful that, you know, emotional principles is about seeing others on a deep, a deeper level and to understand what is driving them. And, you know, I think it's such an important part of like, you know, as we're working in the virtual model or virtual world that we're, um, you know, we're connecting deeper. Uh, social awareness is one of those competencies that is increasingly more important. We need to be more aware of, you know, what we say and how we say it and how it might impact other people. You also need to be mindful of what is not being said. And then we may need to be aware of, uh, you know, what we're looking as we look around the virtual room. You know, why are certain people being silent? Are they silent because they just feel more comfortable that way, or are they not happy about what's being said? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's well, a you, great so how point. Do them, how, yeah. how do you get them to talk? I'm sorry. How would you get them to talk? You know, how would you get them to, you know, yeah, if you mean, make that assessment? How do you, you know, how do you get them to, if if they're not saying stuff? What would be your plan to get them to say stuff? Yeah, I mean, one of the best things to do is I, I usually start meetings, uh, especially when I'm in a group setting where people don't know each other as well. Is I I try to make sure that I start with creating a container, making sure people know the the ground rules. How are we operating in the space? And I think that is something that people know that there's no wrong, there's no wrong way to um, answer a question. There's nothing, there's no no one's going to be judging them. So making sure that they know it's comfortable for them to to be in this space, um, that starts at the beginning. But even during the conversation, as a leader, we have to be mindful of like checking in and saying, hey, you know, Joe. Do you have any thoughts about this particular situation? It, it's okay if you don't, but I want to make sure that you have, a, you have the space and you have, you know, um, the ability to chime in on this particular conversation. And, and I think, Tony, one of the things that space. we've all learned uh, doing virtual programs, in fact, Raleigh and I are teaching a course this week, a virtual certification with people from diverse backgrounds, um, and uh, a cadre of individuals uh, actually from some federal agencies. But one of the things that we have to also do, and I'm, I'm curious from your own background, is we have to recognize that we don't necessarily know what those people are thinking about our way of interacting with them. And some of the coaching that I've been getting uh, from individuals across diverse backgrounds in diverse industries is to ask, am I touching you in a way that makes it comfortable for you to engage? And so from an emotional intelligence stand, standpoint, it's, I think it's not only about asking them for their input, but to get them to ask if I'm authentically using what I know in a way that's engaging them. Because I will tell you that with different environments today, even the slightest word, um, he, she, they, them, we can step on ourselves and turn people off very easily. So I I would just chime in here to say, uh, and I'd love your opinion, that one of the biggest EI competencies that we can share, which I'm sure you do as well in the virtual campfire, which we'll jump into in a minute, um, is the capacity to reduce stress in others by giving them 
the opportunity to give us feedback and having the empathy and the flexibility to understand that our language may not appeal to everyone. And if we do or say something in the delivery of our desire to be effective with them, if they want to correct Mm. us, please feel free to do so. I think that's a very unique and compelling proposition for our audiences today. I'd love to get your feedback on that. Yeah, I mean, I love I love this idea because it's um, one of the things that's so important about leaders these days is, is the ability to be open to receiving and giving feedback. And it may not be on the spot, but it could be even after the fact. Um, you know, or, or before, just knowing that I, I want to be able to, to be as effective as possible with you in our communication so that you can receive, um, you know, that feedback from other folks. And it, at first, it might be just modeling it um, for them to know that this is what it looks like to give, you know, constructive and um, uncomfortable feedback sometimes. Um, so I think that for me is, is something that I'm always being mindful of. And I'll, we'll talk about the virtual campfire in a moment. I, I think that makes sense, but I think it starts with being vulnerable and being safe to, to, to share who you are, um, in that, in these calls, which oftentimes it's easier said than done, but it starts by practicing it and continuing to, you know, build that muscle, um, as you go into these different meetings. Um, we'll talk about the, the campfire if you'd like. I can share some insights on that as well. Yeah, well, let's, we'll, we'll kind of get that in a second. Let's just stay with the EI for a moment um, mm-hmm. because I think this is going to really help uh, individuals. So we talked about you know some of the competencies, and you had mentioned some of the social awareness. Kathy mentioned uh, empathy. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe uh, think about, it, like, what other key competencies? And I just want to emphasize um, the empathy aspects and what I kind of said earlier just to underline it. Um, when people feel their leaders were more empathic or empathetic, 86% yeah. reported that they're able to navigate the demands of their work and life. You know, so the juggling of their personal family, work obligations, and so this compared to 60% of leaders who were less empathy. So a 26% bump by just listening and having empathy and saying, wow, that sounds like that's really challenging for you, or um, I can yeah. see why you have some sadness or some fear about this. Tell me more about it. Those two sentences, if you can identify what it's feeling, and if you don't, you ask them, but then also kind of getting them to talk more about it, you know, are so, you know, are so important. And in today's world, with everything being so fast, that gets left out. Either, you know, we don't have time for it or the leader doesn't feel comfortable with it. It's the task gets the focus versus the person. So any comments on empathy and any other uh, competencies that you want to bring in, you know, both uh, Tony and, and Kathy. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll start by saying that I, I think that it's great that you bring this up. Is that like one of the things that is so important, and I've seen this time and time again, you know, in a lot of the coaching that I do, is that you know, getting um, leaders and teams to really think about how can I separate the the people from the problem um, mm. that. And oftentimes when we're solving problems, that it's ensuring that they're, that they're getting the emotions out of the, um, uh, the conversation. And that it's more about, you know, I'm not pointing at you and saying you are doing something wrong or that, you know, you're the cause of this problem or anyone else's. It's just more about we've got a problem to solve. How can we solve this problem together as opposed to, you know, the finger pointing that often does get us all triggered. So um, that shift can really make a difference as to how we look at situations. Yeah. Kathy, any of the competencies that you're seeing that 
uh, from the EI world that we need to zero in on more? Yeah, I think, you know, the whole metaphor of climbing the right mountain, in the word climbing um, and mountain, uh, you know, obviously uh, Tony's going to uh, Mount Kilimanjaro, as he told us uh, in, during the break. Uh, and for those of you who are listening, um, you know, I'm going to be excited to hear how that relates to Tony's work on, uh, you know, not only climbing the right mountain, but the virtual campfire. And having lived in Central Africa and Zaire, Uganda, and Rwanda for a period of my life uh, doing uh, critical, you know, behavioral work, um, it's important for us to understand our stress tolerance. And you know, I'm sure, Tony, you can talk about the preparation that you've made for making this trek. And for those of us who are listening, we have to prepare. That means we have to reality check. We have to get better at problem solving on mm. the spot. Okay, and so as I said, we just brought our huge uh, 72-foot Hatteras from North Carolina down to Florida, and it's literally called threading the eye of the needle because you cut across mm. from the East Coast through Central Florida in a canal that is at times three to four feet deep. And when you have a boat, that's 72 feet long and 36 feet high, you can imagine what size the propeller is and what depth of water you need. Just like when you're going to climb this mountain in Tanzania, you have to prepare for these things. So the stress tolerance part is where I'm focusing because your triggers are going to create liabilities for you, whether you're on that climb, on that trek, uh, on that vessel, getting out of your bed and getting ready to go to work. You get in the car and the traffic that you expected is now compounded by a series of accidents. This is one of the most important meetings in your day. Could you do it virtually on Zoom? Yes, but you've made plans to do it in person. You've flown a long distance. You get there, and now, for whatever reason, this same traffic is unexpected. There are things that are continually being thrown in each and every one of our daily experiences that we have to train for and prepare for. So sorry about the dissertation, but the EI piece for me <laughs> is stress tolerance. you got to get better at those go-to moments in your life. And so, Tony, as you think about um, you know, this climb that you're preparing for? What is it that you're, you're beefing up in your toolkit of EI to make it through yeah. this experience? Well, I love that you bring this up because, first of all, this, the first thing people will um, often ask me is like, oh, what's your training regimen? Is it, it's, it, it, they think of it always about the physical aspects. And sure, there's aspects of that for sure. But you're absolutely right. It's more on the emotional intelligence build out that I need to be thinking about building capacity to, first of all, challenge myself to say, am I okay with stepping away from my life for a period of, I'm going to be away for about three weeks without any connection to my, in, to my emails, to mm. my clients, to anything uh, back home. And so that's a long time. And, um, for me, I have to be okay with that ability to step away and not have that anxiety that steps in and, and controls me and thinks, you know, well, everything's going to fall apart. How can I emotionally regulate myself and allow myself to be okay with what is? So there's that aspect of it. And then also, I'm going with a bunch of strangers. I don't even know. Um, so I'm going to have to build relationships with people and I have to build trust with them because they're going to be looking out for my best interests, you know, my interests, and I'm looking for their interests to take, to make sure that we're keeping each other safe on the climb. So there's many aspects of that, um, 
the social and um, the anxiety that I have to make sure that I'm being mindful of. One quote that I always think about when I think about putting myself in different situations like this is that um, it comes from one of my um, one of my favorite coaches, uh, Peter Bregman, uh, who says that if you're willing to feel everything, you can have anything. And I just love that because it's about really building your your emotional range so that you can open yourself up to new experiences. If I just said that it's not possible, I can't do this, or you know, it's not something that I'm willing to open myself up to, then I would keep myself you know, sheltered and, and not um, avail myself of these opportunities. But instead, I go into it and yeah. you know, see what happens. Well, we're going to see what happens next, so don't go away. Tony, hold that thought. We're going to come back and talk more about how we build tolerance in our lives and continue to climb our mountain, whichever one it is. Don't go away. We'll be right back. You're listening to Leadership Development News. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Trends in global business are changing all the time. It used to only be worrying about your competitor across the street, but now that competitor may be across the world. On Global Business with Mahesh Joshi, we discuss the trends in global business, plus issues and solutions that business leaders face today. Each show is guaranteed to teach you something that you didn't know before about global business. Listen live every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on The Voice America Business Channel. The pace of change in the world is increasing exponentially and shows no signs of slowing down. Leadership is evolving and requires more and more innovative leaders to keep up. Innovating Leadership, co-creating our future with Maureen Metcalf, features interviews with global business leaders, thought leaders, and academics in a wide range of industries. Proven concepts and tools may be applied to build your organization and deliver sustainable success. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Business. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're talking with Tony Martinetti, and we mentioned his uh, website if you want some more uh, information on him at uh, inspiredpurposecoaching.com. And so all of us are trained in the EQI, which is one of the assessments around emotional intelligence, one of the more popular, most researched ones. And Kathy and our book, Emotional Brilliance, have talked about emotional brilliance is bringing some of those uh, strengths, competencies, into the moment. So in the moment, what do you reach for? What do you bring forward that the moment um, that the moment brings forward or, the, or that the moment needs? And so are you able to bring those tools? And that's what we really call emotional brilliance. So in the moment, you know, what's the input that you can have the best output? And so one of the things we talk about in the book is what's your go-to? Where do you go? And I imagine in your climb to Kilimanjaro or maybe dealing with stress or triggers, uh, Tony. But, you know, when you're triggered, you're stressed, what's, the, like, what do you, what's your actions? What's your thoughts? And so in our book, we kind of highlight the more you know about first what triggers you and then what's your actions, what's your thoughts to help you get more grounded and navigate to your best performance. So maybe you can talk a little bit about that, anything that kind of resonates for you as your kind of go-to. Yeah. I love this question because there's something about it that, I, you know, this is often when I'm 
helping people to um, to do as well. It's, it's something that works for me, so why not help other people in the same way? Uh, my go-to is I love that mindfulness practice uh, that goes by the acronym of STOP, which is, you know, stop whatever you're doing, pause, you know, just for that moment, and, you know, take that, take a breath, fatigue, and reconnect, and just get that anchor for a moment and say, okay, what's going on here? You know, if I'm triggered or whatever it is that's happening in that moment, and then observe, you know, notice what is happening inside of me or around me and think about why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. Um, you know, even if it's something that's super challenging in that moment, maybe there's something about um, what's happening that I need to like defer my, uh, my actions. Um, and then, you know, proceed the T and, and stop. You know, continue doing what I'm doing or, or don't. Maybe I need to stop what I'm doing. You know, use the information gained in this pause um, to either, you know, change course or uh, whatever I'm going to do next, I'm going to do it with mindfulness. Um, and again, I know mindfulness is very overdone, but I think the reality is it's being intentional about that next step. Um, and sometimes it's literally the next step. When you go on, on, on a mountain, um, you're climbing every step, every breath has to be done slowly and with intention. Um, you can't um, hurry up the mountain. You have to take it slowly. And, and that means that when you're in that process that people always say, like, you know, slow is fast. It truly is um, when you're, you know, going into a, a challenging situation. Yeah, we uh, we say in my world, <laughs> slow, smooth, and smooth is fast. Um, the world yeah. of the uh, the warrior, especially special operations and special forces, where I spend most of my coaching time. And um, you know, really, I think what Tony just said is is really important. And the fact that he you know has established that go to formula uh, is. To me, uh, very uh, it's very wise and insightful. I don't know if it's the rest of the world, and I'd love to hear from our audience. Uh, they you know choose to share uh, at our website or uh, or at the uh, leadership development news site. Do they really understand their go-to? And in the world where I live, the working warrior world, many of these guys. Uh, from the teams, whether it's, you know, special forces across the military, Rangers, Delta, um, SEAL teams, uh, many, many others, uh, SWAT, they have these what are called campfire chats, and they invite mm. both civilian and non-civilian people to call and talk to them uh, while they discuss lessons learned from experiences uh, that they've had where they have been in harm's way or where a threat has caused them to learn something about themselves. And I think, um, Tony, when you come back from your trip, I think that's probably going to be one of the most powerful campfire discussions you have on the virtual campfire. Love to hear how uh, this is going to play into your work as well. Absolutely. I think you're, you know, you're, it's so true that, you know, coming back, I'll be able to re reflect on what I've learned through that process. But it's interesting, you know, these moments when we step away from our normal life or our life um, and we are able to get out of our normal life and give ourselves more perspective, it's really powerful when we come back in and we say, okay, now what am I going to do? with this insight? How am I going to move forward differently? How do I use this new energy, this new, you know, process to, to, to move with intention? I think that's where, um, you know, Bikes to the Campfire, what's been interesting about what, um, what I've been able to uncover on the show is, is that it's those moments of what I call flashpoints, these points in our journey that have ignited our gifts into the world, that um, they create power. We need moments that change us. Um, sometimes they're little moments, sometimes they're massive moments. 
And sometimes it just, we've come to this realization that what's, what I'm doing right now is not serving me any longer and I need to do something different. So um, I think it's important to every once in a while challenge ourselves to break our patterns and say, all right, is it time for me to, to make a change and do something different? And that's where the <clears throat> physicalness uh, is so important, you know, of the climb you're going to take. You know, early in my career, I, I led these outward bound trips where, you know, people will be out for 23 days and really had learned so much about the physical effort that can loosen the, the personal defenses that we have. And exactly. when you loosen the personal defenses, something really meaningful can happen. And then it really does need to be integrated or processed. So my first couple of books were processing the adventure experience and processing the experience. Just like you're saying, Tony, yeah. you know, what's the learning? How do, how do we squeeze out the learning? Because it can be, you know, I climbed Kilimanjaro, what is it, 16,000 feet, you know, um, I was exhilarated. Uh, what, what's the learning, you know, that you can apply to other aspects of your, of your life? And that's where I think that reflection and the journaling and, you know, there's yeah. so many different ways uh, to bring that about. But and I, guess- I also think there's going to be some surprises there. And for those of you who are, you know, going on a journey with people you don't know, whether it's <laughs> you're taking your kid to summer yeah. camp this week or your kindergartner is going into first grade and now you've got to occupy them for the summer or you're going, you know, to visit a beach house with relatives uh, that you don't necessarily get along with, but you got to figure out how to make the best of that week that you have together uh, because it's the only vacation you're going to get, you know. I think, Tony, you're going to come back with experiences related to dealing with the interpersonal relationships that are required for survival because these people that you're going to be with on this journey, uh, and I'm just speaking from my own experiences, Relly, I'm sure you can jump in here. Um, They are either going to put you at risk or they are going to get on board and support the, and I'm just going to use the word shortcomings of others, emotionally, spiritually, physically, um, and the mental endurance that's required. And so, you know, I'm looking at what kinds of books might you have um, used to prepare for what other um, like concepts or tools um, that you want to share with the audience and with our listeners that may be helpful in preparation for any journey, whether it's, you know, getting a new role, uh, looking for a new job. Uh, finding a new experience with your children, uh, given uh, we're embarking here on uh, vacation time. What is it that you have uh, as we are almost coming to a close on the show? Wow. Well, there's so many that come to mind. I'm an avid reader, and one of the things that I I do on my show is at the end of every episode, I always ask, like, what are the books that have shaped people? And it's always fascinating to hear the books that have shaped people. For me, the two books that I would think about, one of them is Think Again by Adam Grant, which mm. to me is just a powerful book that helps us challenge like, okay, where am I, you know, where am right. I holding on to tightly to something that needs to be, um, you know, maybe potentially um, revisited. Um, and so Think Again is such a powerful book on so many fronts. Um, so that's a book that I always come back to. Yeah. Another one is one that goes a little further back. Um, the art of possibility by Rosamund Stone Vander and Benjamin Vander. Um, two people I've actually met many years ago. Um, the art of possibility is kind of like the upgraded version of, um, man's search for meaning from, um, Victor Frankl in, it really is powerful, the insights he brings into this, which is to say that, you know, if you really allow yourself to look at the situation from a different angle, so many things can open up. And, you know, anything's possible if you're willing to to put in the effort and put in the, the challenge for yourself to say, how can I look at this from a different angle? You know, uh, Tony, just to comment, uh, the Think Again um, 
both Kathy and I are faculty on a coaching school called the College of Executive Coaching. And even though in Adam Grant's book, Think Again, he doesn't talk about coaching, that's what the whole coaching field is, is reevaluating, thinking, going deeper, you know, coming up with some changes. Uh, so that's really, uh, you know, it is a powerful book about just having the time, and coaching provides the time. Most of us don't have the time or take the time, so having that time to do that. And so before we leave, tell us a little bit about your podcast. Yeah, before we run out of it. time. <laughs> yeah. Of course, of course. So the virtual campfire, you can find it on any platform that uh, you listen to podcasts. And it is, uh, I've interviewed over 170 people so far, um, coming from all different fields. Um, they tell stories of transformation, their journeys that have led them to where they are making a huge impact in the world. Um, so it, for me, it's been just nothing short of amazing to be part of, to be witness of their stories being shared. Um, yeah. And realizing that we don't just arrive. We, there's a, there's a, process that gets us to making an impact um so so yeah and that's there for people to to listen to so they can say like well where am i stuck and how can i get some advice from these people who have done these things that i want to be doing in my in my life so i would just remind everybody you can go to www.inspiredpurposecoach.com you can also go to tony at inspiredpurposecoach.com to uh just uh Tap into Tony and his resources. And uh, Tony, as we come to an end here, it's always a pleasure to meet new people. And uh, I'm going to want to follow your journey. So when you come back, please touch base base with us. Uh, When you come down off the base camp and get back into safe space, luckily it's going to be winter there for you, so it won't be this hot. (laughs) Um, And thanks for tuning in to Tune Up Your Performance with Leadership Development News. Riley, I'll let you take us to a close. Thank you, Tony, so much for some of the tips and tools. And for more tips and tools, make sure you check out the website that Kathy and I have, www.emotionalbrilliance.com, and you can get some of the free e-books, 11 Reasons Why You Need Emotional Intelligence and What to Do About It. So thanks a lot. We'll listen and we'll focus on next tools for next week. And Keep listening to tune up your performance. Thanks, Tony. Thank you. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.